Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Well, here we go. Day two of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition podcast. Great to have you with us. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Tribe Spring Training in beautiful, sunny Goodyear, Arizona, but not today. The Indians were supposed to play their exhibition opener against the Cincinnati Reds, and for the first time, this being their 12th season here in Goodyear, the Indians have had a home game rained out and it was the home opener, the opener of the entire exhibition slate for the Indians and the Reds. Uh, the call made early about uh, 10.30 or so. The field just took a ton of water, uh, standing water along the warning track areas, and they just didn't feel that uh, it would be in good enough shape to play today. So even though there were some breakups in the clouds uh, later on in the day, uh, certainly some heavy water on the field, so that made it impossible to play. How rare is it? Well, there just aren't many rainouts. Uh, here was a, a number that was floating around the complex this morning. Arizona averages about the, the Valley area, the Phoenix area, averages about nine inches of rain a year, and we may be close to an inch, inch and a half today alone. So how about that? Uh, on In a place where you never have rainouts, and we caught up with the general manager of Goodyear Ballpark, Bruce Kessman, does a great job. He's been in the game a long, long time, 22 years, and uh, now certainly does some wonderful work here in Goodyear with the ballpark. And, uh, and we asked him just how unusual it is. And, and for teams who come out here specifically for the good weather, what, what that means to them. Well, I think that's why teams come out to Arizona to train. I mean, Arizona, the land of the sun. Why would you think rain would ever be in a forecast? Unfortunately, it does happen, but it, uh, when it does, uh, it usually affects quite a few of us in the valley. So uh, you plan all winter, you prepare all winter, you have a month solid of games, but that opener is always a big deal. What did you think when you woke up this morning and looked out the window and, and saw the weather? Well, just being 22 years now in baseball, you never really want to make a call too early. You never know what the weather's going to do. Uh, there's always a little bit of some uneasiness knowing that there's rain and probably some standing water on the field. But you get into the office, kind of assess what's happening, look at the radar, and then go from there and then have the conversations that we need to to see if we can play the game or not. During the regular season, 
Uh, gosh, it seems like the Indians the first couple of months of the year deal with this almost on a nightly basis. But Major League Baseball gets involved. Obviously, uh, you have representatives from both clubs. How extensive is it to, to make a decision like you had to make today? There's a lot to consider. Obviously, you know, no one wants to rain out a game. Uh, you want to be there for your fans. But it's also about player safety as well, especially game one. Still looking forward to the rest of spring training, then a full season of baseball, so I can understand where they're coming from as well from a player safety standpoint. Bruce Kessman joining us, general manager of Goodyear Ballpark. All right, rain's a bummer. Rainouts, obviously disappointing. So let's talk about something good uh, for fans coming out to spring training. They're going to notice something really cool here at the ballpark that's new this season. Tell us about the brand-new scoreboard. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, been a long time coming for us, and we're very, very excited to uh, put on display our new 26-foot-tall, 52-foot-wide, full-digital video board. Uh, It's going to be absolutely beautiful and spectacular. You mentioned you've been in this game a long time. Uh, Spring training, though, I think it's a little bit different animal. Uh, How do you enjoy that, just that one month of, of really intense scheduling in baseball? It is quite a bit of an adjustment coming from regular season baseball. Uh, most of the games during spring training are during the day, so you get a little bit of uh, your nights back. But 30 straight days, pretty much playing a half a season in one month. But uh, I still enjoy it. still enjoy the, uh, just the atmosphere that baseball brings. I know this was a tough one today, but will you get through? Absolutely. <laughs> we'll play tomorrow. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you. Now we thank Bruce for his time. He was running around quite a bit this morning trying to make the right call on the game today as uh, the Indians and Reds were postponed. So not a whole lot of news coming out of camp, uh, just a regular morning where uh, the team could not get on the field this morning. But there are the the covered batting cages and uh, the ability to uh, throw bullpens inside. So the the pitchers and hitters that needed the work were able to get that done, but uh, just a much lighter day than many expected. So the opener now for the exhibition slate will be on Sunday afternoon, and you can hear that game on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network, a 3.05 Eastern time first pitch. Indians on the road now to open their exhibition season in surprise, about 20 minutes up the street against the Kansas City Royals. Well, a big key to the Indians' hopes this season is starting pitching, and it's been a rocky go early in spring training camp with injuries to both Mike Clevenger and Carlos Carrasco. We had a chance to visit with Clevenger earlier this week, what a year it was last year for him after the injury-plagued beginning that really had him laid up for much of the first two months of the season. He still came back and for a second season in a row was a 13-game winner. ERA last year, under three runs a game, all of that in 21 starts, well more than a strikeout per inning. He really is one of the most dominant young pitchers in the game today. And when we caught up with Mike earlier this week, he talked about where he is in terms of of his comeback very short time after surgery on his knee to repair a torn meniscus in that knee sustained earlier in camp. I I can walk on it now. I mean, we're only four days out, so uh, it's looking promising. I mean, it's a pretty short recovery, so it's not too detrimental, nothing to really hang your hat on. You hate to have experience in in coming back from an injury, but you did a great job last year with something completely different. Um, does it give you some peace of mind knowing that, that you've been through something like that before and, and can get through that rehab process? Yeah, and I, th- I just think with it not being an ACL or MCL, it kind of was the light. And then the, I mean, it was the bright spot that it could have been. So I think that kind of lifted my spirits enough to know that you know, the maximum it could be would be eight weeks, which usually I'm a quick healer, so it should be faster. 
With all that said, um, it seemed like you came into camp in great shape. And, and tell us about your offseason. What would you try and accomplish this offseason that's either similar or different from past? Just trying to be just more aware of my body. The same thing we do every offseason, just uh, the gradual building steps, just getting more mobile, more aware of your body, and then, uh, you know, just stronger. And it's, uh, you know, stronger in the right way, right way is how I'd put it. And, uh, and we really did that this offseason. That's why it was kind of hard to swallow this happening the way it did. It's always good to have a workout partner. And mm -hmm. um, I know Zach Plezak was highly complimentary of what he did this winter with you, and he gave you a lot of credit for that. What was it like from your perspective to ask someone that, that you enjoy being around go through some of the things that you do in the winter time? It was fun. It was fun. I mean, I knew that uh, he had a lot more in the tank after watching him throw. He just didn't know how to do it. It was reminding me a lot of myself. Like, there's a lot of athleticism and uh, explosion just wasn't putting up the same numbers that, you know, it should have been on, like, whether it's velocity or even spin or how he felt going start to start. And, uh, I mean, it kind of just helped me just even hold myself more accountable because I couldn't really hold him super accountable if I wasn't going to do the same thing. So uh, it was good to have each other to push back and forth on. And you look at that, and it, it doesn't seem that long ago that, that you were the young guy and, and maybe looking at some of the, the veteran pitchers on the staff and um, picking up bits and pieces from them. Uh, do you think about it that now there's, there's young guys looking up to you and, and saying, hey, what do I do to get where you are? Yeah, I mean, I, I never really looked at it that way just because we've always kind of spitballed ideas back and forth or kind of like helped each other. So, I mean, even when uh, Beads was a rookie, I'd tell him things to watch out for with me or if he saw anything indifferent or whatever. So, I mean, it's always been a pretty open line of communication with the guys we have here now. And not knowing what, what other teams do, it seems like it's, it's unique, though, for the Indians, that dynamic among pitchers. And um, would you have it any other way? Is it really beneficial for not only you but the rest of the staff? No, I think I think it is really beneficial. I think this is a uh, kind of shift of the culture where you know, kid like the younger guys coming up aren't as afraid to to ask someone like me or ask someone like Frankie a question. And I think that's a that's a good change in culture. When uh, you look back at last season, obviously the the break at the beginning, but uh, do you feel like you were throwing the ball as as well as you ever have when when you got rolling and and put the injury behind you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean before before the injury, I think the last rolling out of spring training and. The first two starts, everything was kind of like going what I, how I kind of wanted it to. But uh, no, that that is it, and it's just kind of like the building blocks of like now we know that the process that we started, you know, was right because I mean we saw the results, and now it's just building off that same process. So what do you work on now? Is it pitch selection, the, the pitch quality, things like that? No, or is it's, it more it's, just I mean it's the same thing. Now we know what direction needed to go in and it's obviously showing the results we just kind of strengthen those attributes and then refine the other stuff like I gotta refine my curveball definitely now that I learned to throw harder my changeup that used to be one of my best secondary pitches was my worst last year and it's just because my arm I mean I'm throwing the ball better I'm on more on top more behind the ball so now I gotta figure out how to get my changeup more refined and those are things that I did this offseason. Is that part of the would it be the, the fun part of pitching is trying to figure that stuff out as you change over the years? Yeah, I mean, there's days in the weight room that are fun, but there's not every day you go to the gym that it's always like you're excited for this uh, circuit you're about to go through. So, yeah, that's the, that's the fun part of the offseason, trying to figure those things out. Mike Clevenger joining us. Uh, Team-wise, uh, obviously a disappointment a year ago, but a great run to the last week of the season. Mm. Uh, what do you like when, when you show up to camp this year and, and you see what's in there? I'm excited. I mean, there's some kids that were uh, rookies that, you know, still came in wide-eyed and that are going to have a little more 
comfortability when they step in the box. I'm excited to see that, and uh, we got some new faces in there. I just think uh, we're back to that you know underdog mentality, and everyone's kind of already counting us out before the season starts to be a second place team. And uh, I think I'm just excited to go back with that personality and that you know young clubhouse in there. Hey, you mentioned that. How, how closely do you follow everything that's going on in the game in, in the wintertime to, to hear some of that stuff? Because obviously we do it as fans mm-hmm. and, and people who work in the game. No, I, mean, I definitely follow it. Cause, I mean, I'm, when you see what the other teams around the AL Central are doing, I think this is going to be probably the most competitive AL Central that I mean I can remember since I've been in the big leagues. Uh, it's probably be this year. That's Mike Clevenger, and I look for him to be a big part of it once again. And uh, Boy, just judging by what happened last year, don't be surprised if maybe he's a little bit ahead of schedule from uh, where it was originally predicted. But the original uh, prognosis was six to eight weeks, and on the short end of that, six weeks from the surgery would be the day after the season opener to return to game action. So that's encouraging, and we'll see how it goes here in spring training. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of the Rosie Report, spring training edition. Great to have you with us. We'll try and get one in again tomorrow. Until then... Have a great day, everyone. This has been the Rosie Report.